It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tongue of Iloa. Not Tua Tagle of Leoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Chris Sims can go to hell. Tua Tonga Vailoa. Dolphins back. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of food. Ah, Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQM. We're streaming live on YouTube. We are streaming live on Twitch. We are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You guys can join the Twitch or YouTube chat and get on in. Trevor from the 203. Is he over in the next studio? What is he doing? He's just out today. Tobin, love and Josh on if you play for the Finns. Well, welcome to sports, Trevor. Glad you could join us. <laughs> Glad you figured things out, dude. <laughs> Glad you cracked the code, Wait, dude. Why do you have? You can say whatever, and you have the one line to get your ass out of it. I just think it's silly. You know, obviously, yeah. If you play for my team, I would like him. Duh. Jimmy Butler once said, "I'd never wear a Heat jersey." Look at Grow him up, now. Peter Pan. Grow up. You also said you didn't want Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I am vehemently. You know, on the opposite stance of now, because I love me some low dog. <laughs> so, oh my God. Hey, can I get a weather update here from the Mesmin and Dover Law Firm, your accidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24 7. Call them at 866 954 more. Partly cloudy, light breeze, 5 10 miles an hour out of the east. I see the planes going from right to left. Mm. Uh, it's going to get a little bit warmer. It's probably like 75 degrees yeah. right now. And it's a pleasant day. He's a, he's a golfer. I think I can I can listen to Leroy just say golf yeah. um just say weather all the time ASMR. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> uh let's get some headlines here brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. So the Miami Dolphins, of course, uh, you know, now off into the off season. I saw you see uh, Durham Smythe and Mike Gasecki had their little beer toast on Instagram stunting Steve. They toasted year five. And maybe toasting goodbye. Rats off a ship. Um they can both leave. It's, <laughs> well, here's the problem. The The problem is, is that when you look at the types of guys that this offense has had playing that position, it's almost like a big H-back. So who was the, who's the, um, the tight end that went from here and got a big contract about Buffalo years ago? Charles Clay. Charles Clay. It's the Charles Clay, the Reed in Washington. You got Kittles in San Francisco. They all have that build and can do a lot of different things, and you use them a lot to mm-hmm. do these various things. I think on this team right now, you have two or three guys that do a lot of different things, but they all don't do all of them. And so if you get rid of – one guy, you're going to sacrifice something. So if you get rid of Smythe, 
you might be sacrificing blocking at the end of the line of scrimmage or or that force. I mean, of I don't that think position. Durham Smythe's gonna command a big like he doesn't put up enough numbers to get like no, a No, I know, I know, but but now you I think there's certain times, like say for the San Francisco game or or the 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 Chargers game, when all the linebackers were getting twenty yards down the field, you need that tight end to put fear into that secondary so they stay kind of close and leave that area open. If you get rid of Gasecki, who's going to do that? You, you, you understand what I'm saying? So when I look at this picture and look at what this team is trying to do mm-hmm. and what they want to do at that position, it's almost like we're going to just keep drafting until we get another Patrick Mahomes. You were fortunate to have some really good and talented tight ends that you were able to use a number of different ways, but everybody doesn't have that. Even that, even if they, even if they wanted to keep him, you think Mike Gusecki's a free agent? You think he wants to stick around here? He ain't gonna go get more than ten million a year. Yeah, but he's, but he's gonna be he's gonna be in an offense where he knows he's not gonna get the football. But that's not true. It is true. It like the numbers so, dictate that they, Leroy his number he, he did a third here, of the catches he did this year. Here here's here's the well. I feel like he grabbed so many touchdowns though this year. Part of that, no, you part just of that, the ball because of the dance. Part, part, part of that is because they throw it to the other guys. That's fine, but like, but, but again, there are gonna be moments. Dude, his snaps and his catches were way down this his year. His snaps went down because they wanted to use a, they wanted to put a guy in pass route that could give the threat of running in the football. I get you that, but then why would he want to stay here? I feel like he'd want to be rats off a ship. I mean, uh, and and go where? I don't know. Someone's gonna pay him. Okay. Now, Some, like you're just making that assumption. You don't think that you don't think someone's gonna pay for 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 Mike Gusecki? Uh Well, they're gonna see his about. dance moves and they're like, eh, never mind. <laughs> uh, I think he. Uh, yeah, I think he'll get a contract. I mean, I don't. I don't know if it'd be ten million a year. I mean, he got franchise, so maybe it's not ten million a year, <laughs> but he's still gonna make a lot of money. Right. Yeah. I mean. I don't know, but but I'm just saying, be careful when you talk about how you go about filling that position because you're looking at the the coach trying to fill a position that's have had that that's had elite players that could do a number of things, and I don't know if those guys are just easy to get. Yeah, they're not easy. I'm sure they're not easy to get. It's not like it's tough for. I think part of the reason Mike Gusecki probably like you know wasn't as embraced by the coaching is like he's coming from having arguably the the best tight end or the or the top two tight end who does it all to here where he's more of a one dimensional guy. Like he's a he's a pass threat option. Right. Spolchek has Mike Gusecki at eight point two million. Like that's his. Yeah. That's what he's going to make. That's what they assume he'll make this year. That's what I, they have on their market value. Okay. Yeah. So it's not much of a. That's not much of a, a cut from what he's making off the franchise. What? One point eight million. I mean, yeah, that's a good cut. Nice size cut. Yeah. I mean, like it's all fugazi, though, right? Like, what's he going to get as far as his guarantee actually? Is That'd be. That I, I think he might get. Yeah, I see. I think that's, that's why when I get all these articles right now, they're talking about what cast space the Dolphins can clear. They're never going to get me to click on that article. I don't. I don't believe in in an NFL salary cap. It's hocus pocus. It does. It's not real. It's not real. 
You make it work out. They'll, they'll make it work. You can make whatever, whoever you want, you can make it work. You make it work. Right. It, it, it's it, it, it's make-believe. It's fake. Fake? It's fake, dude. Fake. All right. Yeah, it's not a real thing. I All don't believe right. in I it. I got you. I don't believe in it. Um, let's hear from uh, Mike McDaniel. Hear a little bit from him on his end-of-season press conference. Obviously, there were some issues there in the end of the game where they couldn't get the plays in. Uh, here's what he had to say about that. So think about it this way. So there's, I think, in the regular season – Offensively, there was 1,084 plays. Okay. Um, it's like kind of a baseball player. A lot of them don't work with everyone intending to work. So there's a lot of constructive criticism that, that I put on myself, first and foremost. Um, you know, bottom line is, is when the moment, in the biggest moment, we weren't able to execute, there was compounding variables to that, things that, you can't really change in hindsight. You know, there are some things that, was, uh, as I mentioned before, that I was working out that need to work out with the staff. But also, you know, it's bottom line is I need to work it out with the staff. So um, if if it became a problem in, in crunch time, um, if. you know, that's ultimately my, um, my responsibility. It wasn't necessarily for a lack of a lack of direction. It was more just really working on the nuances of communication, which starts with me. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) I think the question was, Mike, what did you have for breakfast? Um, what? (laughs) Wait, when he was talking... He loves talking. Wait, man. wait, wait! Here's the deal. Were you like, were you like, when he got halfway through, I'm like, what was the question again? To be honest with you, I remember <laughs> cutting this. I feel like this was just part one of a three part answer that he had. Like I sent three cuts in for this one answer that was just like on the play calling. <laughs> also, by the way, I cut out a lot of ums. So just for so just so us. so here's the deal. And I said this yesterday, but I want people to understand. What happened to Mike McDaniel and what happens to that offense happens more than you think. What saves a lot of the situations is your quarterback, when you the coach starts calling a play, he can expedite it because he knows what the play is. When you have new people at that position, then that slows that up a little bit because you got to be even more clear with the play to make sure he gets the right play. Okay, on that situation, which also happens a lot, you'll have one official signaling first down and another official signaling fourth down. And the coaches upstairs are always giving the play caller the down and distance because he has a card. Mm -hmm. So when they said, hey, somebody told him it was first down, and then he realized it was fourth down. You're talking about now you only got 20, 25 seconds. Whose job is that? Is that like a, a, a low it's just rung, a, no. a low it rung be, coaching could, staff guy? Somebody. It's Todd the intern. Yeah. Todd, I think, uh, first down there, coach. Oh, 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 no. Oh, oh. I'm going to hear about this one. My bus. <laughs> He's going to answer for his crimes. <laughs> I'm going to have to answer for my crimes on this one. 
Here's uh, more of Mike McDaniel on uh, Skylar Thompson, also with the communication, dealing with a lot of new guys in there. I don't think it helped the situation to have uh, the rookie quarterback in a second start with a new starting running back, a new starting left guard, a new right guard, a new starting right tackle. All of those things hurt communication. Probably the the way I look at things is in hindsight, you learn that um, that many uh, new players in in one game, um, you have to be uh, mindful of that when you're building a plan with a lot of communication. I mean, yeah, but like, what do you do? Like, you were down, uh, you were down your starting running back, and you were downing all. I mean, like, the only difference would be what that they could have put kept Robert Jones in a guard. Like, what what is the move that they could have avoided that with? Right. You know. Um. See. Sometimes we all want answers, right? And what Mike McDaniel tries to do on every occasion is give you an answer. Right. When the fact of the matter is, he's like, it's just some bad luck. It's unfortunate that we were in that situation. We tried to fight through it, but it gets a little cluttered at times with all the new people the new formations, the new quarterback, and then still trying to game plan accordingly. So I understand how he tries to tiptoe around the reality of it because the reality of it is is that you you don't want to hear that what he's talking about happens more than you think. You don't want to hear that, hey, this always happens where one official calls first down and one says fourth down. But also, isn't it just come down to like he could he listed all those guys, but like doesn't it really just come down to like how much communication is happening to those guys? Isn't it just Skyler in the huddle? No. Like how much is going no. on that they're Here. not realizing? The quarterback comes in the huddle, calls a play, calls a protection. Him and the center, in those twenty five seconds when they get to the line of scrimmage, are pointing at the mic, which. The mic signifies the center of the, the the defense. So the mic could be over here, whatever you just your protection, say the guard and that the in the center go to the mic. Mm-hmm. And they have those two. Now, as that play is being called, if there's some changes, you have a protection that you can go to, a slide protection. So say if it's a blitz, right? And you know it's a blitz. You check, 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 check. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. Everybody slide left. So that'll cover all of the stuff, Real and you avoid you're you're avoiding guys you're avoiding guys, you know, being singled up because you have that young and that new offensive line. All these things are going on in the 25 seconds of the play. So imagine getting up to the line of scrimmage with five seconds, and you don't have time to do that, and you have a quarterback who can't identify it as quickly as the guy you've had in there. Mm. It becomes difficult. Um, you have to simplify it. You have to what you have to do is you have to call more. But doesn't the so the center calls all that production stuff though, right? Like sometimes. It could be the he's center. Been there the, whole time. the center or listen, the center when when you watch a center and a quarterback, watch it. You'll you'll watch it during the game. You'll see the center point and say, Mike's fifty four. And then sometimes you hear the quarterback go, no, 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 send it to 58 because he sees where the blitz is coming. The center can only see so much, but the quarterback can see the whole field. So he'll say, no, 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 bring it over here, right? All this is going on during the play. 
everybody's got to pay attention because you know two guys come outside of that mic, it's a hot route. So all this is going on. And 25 say, put five new guys in. Right? It becomes cluttered, and you have to start calling plays accordingly. You have to start calling plays that take all of this, these uh, spots or these calls out of it. So you have tight ends staying in, backs staying in, and you call it just standard protections. But that usually means that not as many guys can get out in a route. Right, and they like and, to get fancy with it. Right. I feel so much smarter now. Yep, that's like what I he does. He wait, knows, listen, like he, play he knows this football. <laughs> but wait, he knows this football. Wait, wait. <laughs> so, so here's. But also, like, <laughs> wait, get it together. So I mean, it's happened a lot this season. <laughs> so, Come on, no, so how many times else did we burn because because so, play games? So wait, so so here's the deal. So every <laughs> there's nothing worse, right? Then you get to the line of scrimmage, and and the center goes. Lucy, 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 right? He'll wave his hand. That means slide protection. And somebody on defense goes, going left, <laughs> right? So, but but that's why you have dummy calls. That's where Omaha came from. Omaha means something, but not on every play. So if you call it all the time, they can't tell whether it's an adjustment or not. I just don't understand why people just don't get a little bit more creative with it, you know? Lucy. Really? So we try, I mean, we try. Wait, we tried. We tried when I was in Cleveland. We, we went left coast teams and right coast team, right coast. So Florida, New York, Carolina, slide right, right. Seattle, right. So does not everybody know the map? No. So 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 one time the quarterback gets under and he goes. He goes, San Diego, where's that? <laughs> like, like, oh. Like, like, and so, so, like, we're all down in our stance, right? And we heard it. And everybody goes like this. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be amazed at how much goes on in the 30 seconds, right? You see the quarterback doing this? The court sometimes the coach gets so excited, he don't call the whole play. Cause he thinks the quarterback could just pick it up. And the quarterback's like, let's go! I can't hear what he's doing. Uh yeah. And, that, and, keep, and keep in mind. No, that I, happened in, uh yeah, that happened with uh, the first, the Jets game. Right. But but I but and, and keep in mind. Remember and, and understand why I know how this is difficult. I've told you. The week I got to Minnesota, <laughs> Brad Johnson. The Brad Johnson was calling checks. I'm like, Brad, Brad, what do purple mean? I had no idea. He's he's checking and signaling and Chris and got the line doing. And I'm just standing back there, so I know how much or how difficult it is when new guys get in there, even if you've been on the team all year. We'll take a break. 15 minutes of heat coming up next. It's our number two with Tobin and Leroy. This is 15 minutes of your Miami Broward Health, celebrating 85 years of service to our community. Then, now, forever. 
Broward Health. All right, 15 minutes of heat here for you on 560 WQAM. Your heat back in action tonight. They are taking on the New Orleans Pelicans, Leroy's hometown Pels. Yep, the Pels. I'm not a not a uh, Pels fan. Though. Not a Pels fan? You were, uh, no, were you a Hornets fan? No, Jazz. Jazz. Oh, Jazz. Yeah, that's who. That's OG. That's who, that was who was when I was growing up with Pistol Pete. Oh, wow. Yeah, Pistol wow. Pete Maravich. You know, uh, he averaged, I think he averaged 50 points either in the tournament or in a season. Well, we ask uh, Mad Dog. He's on TV right now. He'll know. How about I have a check? <laughs> you think it's that old? Oh, he, uh, I saw that he's on today with Bomani Jones, and I was just thinking to myself. Oh, Bomani's Bom- back at ESPN? I think he's just promoting his HBO show today. Oh, okay. Um, but I just thought to myself, man, Bomani Jones, Mad Dog Russo, Stephen A. Smith at one table. How do you have enough time for the television? Well, Bomani doesn't yell. <laughs> no, he doesn't yell, but he can talk. Oh, yeah. He can talk. He is a chirper. Um, he, your boy, he's an Atlanta fan, but he is the founder and co-founder of the phrase Onion Booty. Lemon yep. booty. Lemon booty. Lemon, lemon booty. booty. Lemon booty. Lemon booty. Onion booty. Something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a point guard tonight for the Heat. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Kyle Lowry does seem like he's making his comeback tonight. He is upgraded to point questionable. Uh, he's missed the last four games. Pelicans, they are very banged up coming into this game. Uh, no Brandon Ingram or Zion. And the Pelicans are good. I mean, like, listen, they're 16, uh, they're 26 and 18, but they have struggled as of late, obviously, with all of their injuries. They've only they've only beaten, like, you know, the Rockets and the Pistons and all that. So, you know, as we say, you know, take advantage. It's like, it's like last week without Giannis. Take advantage of an opportunity because – this is a good team, but they are very banged up. And uh, obviously, you got to bounce back after that turd that you had, especially to start that, that, uh, that Hawks, I was going to say Falcons, that Hawks game. Ooh. That was a terrible start. Ooh. Um, How much was it on them? Like, it's just like Atlanta wasn't missing. Atlanta wasn't missing. See, that's, that's the one thing that I always get annoyed by. <clears throat> Sometimes teams come out and go 10 for 13 from three, mm-hmm. and you're playing good defense. They're just making good shots. Does that mean that your team is playing bad because they're making those shots? Like you're there, you're where you're supposed to be, and what have you. And it doesn't help that you go on the other end and you try to press and you come up with a bad offensive set, and that's what makes those big leads worse. Mm -hmm. Well, this is an interesting time for Kyle Lowry, though. because Why? Because there's been a ton of trade rumors – he was really struggling before he was out with the injury. Gabe's been playing. Or maybe well. he's played. He's played. Tried to play with the injury, but I would tell you what's more of an indication if I'm Kyle Lowry that I should maybe wonder if something's happening. Gabe Benson has been balling, balling. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like for him, other than the playoffs last year, which he was injured and and was not playing himself, like this is the most important time because. There's a lot of fodder out there, and you're seeing a team that's kind of playing good without him. Like it's, that's just like uh, you know, like I, I feel I, like he's you know, and and he, he's a guy who's been around enough. Like I think he's probably got to be looking at me like, you know, he knew when Fred Van Vliet was on the come up for his team. Like he's got to be looking at this Heat team, yeah. seeing what Gabe's doing. Where they have a very good relationship, and sees that Gabe's playing so well. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like Kyle Lowry has to come out 
and and ball a little bit to, to show like, hey, I can be an important piece to this team. Okay. You don't think so? I I, I do, but but I I don't want to get caught up in being a prisoner of the moment. So Gabe's had a nice run, so that means oh we can get rid of Kyle Lowry. That's like that's that's a bad way to mm-hmm. to, to, to look at things. Um but for me, it would depend on who they could get. Like not you you know what I mean? I saw this one trade today and it was trade uh that excited? Bobby Marks put out for yeah, I was like, I just didn't see it happening. It okay, seemed impossible. Come on, come it was, it was. It's not going to tickle your fancy. I think that it is for a a, a big, a power forward, James, uh, James Vanderbilt from Utah, 23 years old, good player, solid, eight and eight guy. We but got, we got that. Nah, not we like someone bigger than six eight. Man. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I understand, but he's like a, he's like a, you know, he fits a, a void there. Give you a little bit more beef. No, he doesn't. A more, yeah, a little you bit more his, beef, dude. You got three guys that are six eight. Nah, a little beef, dude. He's the same size as Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's like six seven. Okay, but built. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, when I saw, I want somebody who looks down at Jimmy. He put uh, Dwayne Deadman and a first round pick. He says we're get, he think he that was his proposed trade. Wait, wait, wait. We're giving up a first round pick for this yes. guy. Yes, but you're getting rid of Dwayne Deadman. <laughs> no. Okay. What is wrong with Not you, a- dude? This dude does not care. What? Like you have a bad stretch. You know what? That's okay. Trade fodder. I like love you, trade fodder. Yes, but what? Like that's your favorite. I was reading. Uh, I was reading some dude. Um, you will. You will. This dude will go through anybody's tour. If you want Tobin to follow you, suggest a trade. It was. It was on ESPN. ESPN what? Plus. <laughs> so, so you following a writer that don't even. Uh, He's Bobby Marks. He's on TV all the time. He did, he did screw the pooch on that Nets trade, though. Oof. <laughs> Paul Pierce. Dummy. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Gave up a haul. No wonder he's giving up first-round picks for nobody. Look at where look at where those two teams. Fleeced. Well, yeah, they fleeced them. But, I mean, to be fair, they haven't won anything either. Uh, what about this? Was this was another thing that was circulating? Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, by the way, I said James, my bad. Um, Caleb Martin, according to uh, an Eastern Conference exec, he believes that Caleb Martin is the Heat's best trade asset. What do you say to that? <sighs> Young player, swing player, very use, uh, useful in the playoffs. Yeah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. If you don't trade him for a big, you're just going to end up with another swing player. Because that's what everybody's trading for. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? Rather keep what, what know what I have. I think what this guy's trying to say is he's a little sweetener. <laughs> oh, bless you. That was a violent sneeze. I don't do it. Rattle. Your back okay? You all right? Yeah, what, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, dude? <laughs> like, like I'm on the job. Construction. I'm with you though. Like I think you look at this and it's like uh, you know I you and I are on the same page with this. It's like you know you and me, samesies. Me and Kyle. Uh, why every time you say that, I feel the urge to deny it. Yeah. Whenever you say samesies, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. No. Like I think we're on the same page with Kyle Lowry. It's like you know Kyle Lowry. I thought we were talking about Caleb Martin. We were, but then you were like, eh. Yeah. You kind of threw cold water. I listen. I know you want to trade for a seven footer. I, I get it. Is Miles Turner available. We get him. We. 
No. Well, you want to tell him the conversation we have every day? Miles Turner has been on the market for five years. <laughs> nobody because they can't decide because they think they they, can, nobody. They think they're gonna get like they think they're gonna get like the Rudy Gobert trade for him, and you're not. Like you've wanted to trade Miles Turner forever. Like it's not gonna happen. Wait, if, and next thing is, I mean, how do you think they feel about that Rudy Gobert trade now? Oof! Set the NBA back with that one. Yeah. Yeah. They really ruined it. Thanks, A Rod. <laughs> that's why you do. That's why, in all fairness. You do your trades or your signings first before the market is set. I was, uh, yeah, it was like there were reports that like that's what they want for John Collins now. They want the they want the Go Bear trade. Like, come on, you 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 don't get to hold I, everybody I hostage. Hey, well, there's one idiot. I tell you what, I would not mind having John Collins. I like John Collins not too, for, but not, you can't not trade for four first round picks yeah, for him. No, 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 not for that. Like, come on, like you know what you say to these teams? Don't worry. We'll wait. Yeah, you'll you'll call us back. Well, then, but then you might end up in a Pacers situation. <laughs> stuck with John. I mean, being you, stuck with John Collins isn't the worst thing in the world. You Miles Turner. No, I'm saying John. You said then you're going to be. Caught. I mean, they technically both in, but I'm. I was like, yeah. I, I feel like even Miles Turner's been on Miles the trade market. Miles Turner been on the trade market for seven years. Yep. Since his rookie year. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. It's a hey, you know what? A sweetener, Miles Turner. Then he became like, no, he's not a sweetener. He's the key piece. I don't know. They can't man. decide. I don't know. Just give give me somebody tall. Or call up Hassan. He is available. Wait. Dude, wait, you're on you're on Team Tobin now? No, I don't want him. He is available. I mean, but listen, can I just say this? We re-signed Beasley seventeen times. It is true, but Beasley, Why? Beasley's a sweetheart. Though. I think that I think I Eric Spoelstra looks at Michael Beasley like he looks at Dwayne Wade compared to Hassan Whiteside. I think oh, if you told think, Eric Spoelstra that he it, had to get Hassan Whiteside back, he'd be like, "No, I like." He I, remember like he would always draw that thing with Hassan where he goes, "You know, there's this narrative out there." It's like, "Yeah, we know, we know there is Spo. Why do you think that is that I don't?" <laughs> and like while Hassan. he's saying that, Hassan's saying, "You know, just." I can shoot the three. They just don't let me. <laughs> I'm like, really, dude? Really? <laughs> That's why Bam took your minutes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Take a quick break. Back with more after this. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. All right, welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy, taking you up until 2 o'clock. We'll get some cat talk coming up. Panthers, they lost last night in overtime. Ugh. Paul Maurice was upset. We'll hear from him. Heat are back in action tonight. As they look to bounce back against the Pelicans. You're right, dude. What's going on there? Uh, guy who's mad at Tony Romo said this. Mother bleeper said the champion Buffalo Bills. I just asked Google when the Bills last won a Super Bowl. Google said, "Wow, man, never, never." Huh? Yeah, he did keep saying that. It was annoying. It was annoying. I don't know. I don't know what it is with Tony Romo. But it's just that he's looking. Why do you watch a sporting event? 
and look for reasons to be annoyed. Well, I wasn't, and then I heard it, and then it annoyed me. It's easy <laughs> to be annoyed, though. Like, if you're if you're watching it, you're like, ah, cool, we get to see, you know, a little we, bit of the national the perspective. Yeah. A little national perspective. Like, I'll tell you one thing. I always bust on the ESPN broadcast for NBA, right? I actually thought the uh, the Heat Bucks one from uh, from last Saturday, I thought they did a decent job. thought they actually talked about the Heat. They went to halftime. They talked about the game. They weren't talking about the Lakers. Who, who, you, but who but you it? don't see see the next day. You didn't say that. I did. Well, it was Sunday. You know, Sunday. I didn't have a show. But it was a decent. Bro- it was Van Gundy. It was the whole A team. It was Van Gundy, Mark Jackson. You know, and uh, and and Breen. And then the the halftime show was Jalen Rose, uh, Greeny, and uh, Will Bond. Ugh, Greeny. Well, <laughs> that's because Jalen Rose is usually always pretty. You know, even keel. He'll he'll call it like it is. He buoyed it up, but I liked it. I was like, hey, you know what? Look at that. I wasn't annoyed by this broadcast. Good for them. Ooh, what, what's wrong? Frank Wright. What happened to him? He interviewed for the. Uh, Nobody gets uh, captivated by a bottom line like you, dude. I was wondering what he was looking at. I was like, where did like he the, see the, that? The that. He's just I caught the, it. He's Here. looking at the bottom line of it. ESPN. I caught it with my peripherals. Hey, check this out. I can watch all of Sunday football like that. Why would I'll, you? That's, no, but I'm just saying, enjoyable. I'll be watching it and I'll go, ooh, turnover. Marv goes, what? He's not even watching that game. I say, no, but I could tell by the change of field. Then. It was like the Dolphins-Chargers game where you knew that uh, Mostert got hurt. <laughs> no, that was amazing. It was Before Wilson. anybody knew? It was Jeff Wilson. He knew as soon as he was going to the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, ah, hip. I'm like, what? <laughs> How did you know that? You just know superpower. You watch enough sports, man. You you just know what. And first of all, my body's been caught up in a lot of them situations, so I know. Ooh, that's ankle. You know, I know, right? <laughs> oh man. Guy says it was great to see the Dolphins get the scoop and score right as Romo was drooling, drooling all over the Bills. It was. Yeah. It was great. I didn't like him predicting the uh, the Skylar Thompson interception though. That was annoying. He knew that was coming. We all did. Felt like as soon as he dropped back, we're like, it, no! But here's the deal. You have to have an offense with the way you do things that does not allow your underneath coverage, coverage to get depth. Anytime, no matter who's the quarterback, if you allow the cornerbacks, the linebackers to get depth, because you haven't affected them any way up front. They get underneath those balls that you've been throwing all year. And it definitely hurt them against the Chargers. It hurt them against San Francisco. Yep. And the the Bills couldn't do it because they were running halfway decent. But when they could, it hurt them then. Jacques Cousteau, dude. I'm not. <laughs> nope. What do you mean? Nope. I'm I agreeing with it. I don't even know how to react to it. I don't know me. No, you can't give it a minus one. I don't know. No, 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 no. It's like, you know, Jacques Cousteau. He goes 20,000 leagues under the sea. Depth. Can't let him get depth. Can't let him Jacques Cousteau, dude. All right, fine. I'll let that one one slide. Dude, like. (laughs) What? He had an explanation for it. I'll, I'll, yeah, we were he still- always has an explanation. <laughs> no, but this wasn't. No, 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 no. But this wasn't like his usual ones. What are you doing? He always has an explanation. Oh my goodness! It wasn't silly sauce. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm talking about depth as far as deep off the line of scrimmage. Oh, and he, 
thought you meant, you know, going in the water. Death, dude. Dude. It's hard watching football. With Man, you were crunching right into you, that microphone, huh? How do you do this every day? What? <laughs> with the crunching? No, no. no. Well, well, that and just working with Tobin. Oh, I thought you were, I thought it was the other way around. I mean, both. Both, both are... They apply for Be- both. Because here's here's the deal. I mean, like you're crunching like you're a giant squirrel. See, this is called what we call classic Tobin deflection. Hurry up and change the... I'm <laughs> changing the subject. It's very hard. Here's, here's what happens. People would think that, oh, Leroy's going to explode. But he's like this all the time. You do explode every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Because he gets out of, he gets, he overdoes it. He, he overdoes it. He, he overdoes it. And the, there's a couple of, there's a couple of things he'll say that he knows will get to me. And one of them is this phrase here. Samesies. <laughs> like, no, we're not, dude. Dave, That's why I'm mad as hell. Because we ain't samesies. Dead South says Tobin is Jock Costco. <laughs> Point. You like some Costco free samples? Witcher! No. I love me some Costco pizza. Can I just say this? What? Stop going to the damn supermarket to snack. (laughs) I would expect that you're one of the people that snacks. Me too. No! Uh, Never! He just wants Never. everybody in the supermarket. I'm not to going to get a little piece of cheesecake and one of those little, <laughs> little cups, <laughs> pill cups. This is the problem. If you if you're too casual in the supermarket, it means that Leroy could not be getting his sandwich at the time. He should be getting his sandwich. Oh no, I get them all the time. I'm like, hey, I say, excuse me, sir. I don't mean to be a problem. There's four people behind the counter. And three of you are playing with rotisserie chickens at 10 o'clock in the morning. Be right with you. Perhaps I could get some help. It is like, it is, if customer service is to take care of the customers, why would I give a rat's ass that you're playing with rotisserie chickens? I don't care what's happening t- 10 hours from now. Loud says, uh, just pass it on 3rd and 19, everything will be fine. Yeah. Hindsight, not great. Overthrow it. Just throw the ball away. Don't throw I mean, it. In, in, it's not see, right to the bills. Here's what I would say to you guys. When you're trying to make a play, you don't really see the consequences of making an error. It's a fine line between onions and stupid. <laughs> see? Yeah, and we see? work with stupid. <laughs> Back after this.